Today's My Thoughts Monday is brought to you by Gym Aware, the leading tool when measuring performance in the weight room. Guys, VBT is all the craze right now. It's a hot, sexy topic, although it's something that's been around for a while. And the man who wrote the book on velocity-based training, Brian Mann, has called the Gym Aware the Rolls Royce when it comes to velocity measuring devices. Guys, the ability for you to shoot all your information right up into the cloud and store it right away is enough for, for me right there to, to make sure that this is something that I had in my weight room. Putting things together with instant feedback as to how the reps are being performed. On top of that, with the x-axis correction, so you don't have to necessarily worry about direct positioning when you're performing the exercises. Tying that in with the visualization of everything and the ability to allow the athletes to compete. Make this an absolutely stellar tool and something I couldn't recommend you having in your weight room enough. Hop on over to kinetic.com.au today and see everything that they have to offer. Hey everybody, if you enjoy the podcast and the content it provides, be sure to hop over and check out the community. The community is an exclusive members website that is just an extension of what we do here in July at the Central Virginia Sport Performance Seminar. What it is, is a combination of video lectures, a coach's corner with your Monday morning take-home information, and a forum where you can talk about anything and everything related to the field of strength and conditioning. In the community, you'll find content added each month from some of the top practitioners in the world, ranging from PhDs to high-level coaches, bringing you exactly what they're doing with their athletes or their research at the present moment. On top of that, an additional discussion by coaches bringing you that Monday morning information, things that you can add to your training program right away. Tying that in with the opportunity to discuss with coaches around the world in the forum on anything and everything from the topics addressed in these presentations to whatever you're seeing in your daily life as a coach. If this sounds like the right thing for you and your staff, go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and try it out for 48 hours for just a dollar. If you like it, you're signed up, ready to roll, and you're jumping into all the great content added each month. If not, feel free to go ahead and cancel at any time. No questions asked. We're really excited about what we're building in the community and hope you are too. Go ahead and hop over to cvasps.com community and check it out today. Hey, what's up everybody? Jay DeMeo coming at you with this week's edition of My Thoughts Monday. Uh, this is Labor Day weekend. Today, the day this comes out, is Labor Day. So first and foremost, I want to say happy Labor Day to everybody. I hope you get the opportunity to enjoy it. I hope you're able to hang out, get to some water someplace, cook out, all that great stuff, enjoy some quiet time. I can already hear the Snickers. I can already hear the people laughing like, yeah, day off, I got you. I'm heading in right now on the weekend, um, which is kind of what I want to talk about today. It is Labor Day weekend, and I think the one thing that we as a profession need to continue to keep in mind is who we are laboring for, right? Who, who are we working for and what are we doing to become better for them? And, you know, we, we talk about all the time that we shouldn't be associated or directly connected to a coach. And I, I think that's a bad idea. I think that that has done wonders for the profession. I think that at the end of the day, if we didn't have these connections, a lot of these contracts and these upticks in jobs and these upticks in, in compensation would not be there. But we can argue and discuss that another day. Um, but along those lines, I want to talk about something that, that kind of hit me yesterday. And our job is to do what's best for the student athletes or the athletes that we work with. 
period, right? We all want to talk about that athlete-centered model. We all want to talk about this, that, and the other thing. We, you know, but at the end of the day, you got to do what's best for each individual kid. So this brings me to a conversation that I have with our coaching staff this week where, you know, for the last three or four years, uh, my athletic trainer and I have told the guys that we work with that we didn't want them to use any cold water immersion until we got into the second week of practice. Now, real practice, not fall practice, not summer practice, because as we know now, right, the, the, the CWI stuff, uh, it might help you feel better, but it also... I don't know. This is an over-exaggeration, so I'm sure somebody's going to, you know, piss on it, but whatever. It basically destroys the adaptation that you were trying to get from training if you do it too often, right? Like, destroys is the wrong word, but you guys understand what I'm saying. So, what we want these kids to do is, is to kind of, you know, work their way through the soreness, work their way through the difficulties... And so that we can continue to build and progress and get better and better and build these foundational things that we're trying to build in the fall. Um, well, we just got this brilliant and gorgeous new sports medicine facility. I mean, it's like, it's stunning. And it's got these two awesome plunge tanks and everything. And our head coach was like, you know, what's going on? Why aren't they, why aren't they allowed to use them? You know, almost like we were, we were punishing them, which wasn't the case. Um, you know, so I talked to him a little bit through text, and I'm like, you know what, this is all getting lost. I gotta go see the man. So I went upstairs, and I was like, all right, so let's let's talk about what's going on here, um, and and really broke down the reasons as to why my athletic trainer and I had come to the agreement that it was probably best for us to wait. And all of this was like brand new information. So I tell you that because, I mean, we've been doing this for like three or four years, right? I mean, at least three or four years, if not longer. So I'm telling you that because of this. This is another example of poor communication coming from us, poor education coming from us. Whether we have told them or not, whether we have talked about this with them or not, is not, the, is not what's important. What's important is it didn't resonate. What's important is that there wasn't something provided in those discussions that stuck home enough with them to understand why and what we were doing. And because of this, we weren't on the same page. So we talk about these things all the time, right? We talk about how coaches like to step over the line and tell us what to do and tell us how to handle things and tell us how we should do stuff. But this is a perfect example as to why sometimes that's our fault. I didn't communicate that well enough before in the last four years. We didn't talk enough about how there's diminishing returns when you do things, how it does delay the training process and how it will kind of, you know, hamstring us later because A, when we need them fresh in February, the cold tub won't be as, quote, powerful of a regen tool if we're doing it all the time all year. And B, that... When, if we can get them to adapt and move through these soreness stages, they'll have a greater base, they'll be in better shape, stronger, all of those awesome things that we want them to be, as opposed to if we just force them through with the cold tub, they're not going to get as great of an adaptation as we want. And when I tell them this, all of a sudden you can see the light bulb go off in all of these guys' heads. It's like holy mackerel. 
This is not what we want to do. Dude, that's my fault. Somewhere of 50 months worth of work where we've been doing this and they didn't understand why we were doing it. Again, if it was communicated by my athletic trainer and I or not, is inconsequential to this situation. It didn't resonate enough. It didn't stick in their heads enough so that it is 100% my fault. So, how are we going to do better with this? We're going, to stri- we're going to try to strive to do better with our education, and we need to do this as a profession across the board. So that's what I'm challenging everyone to do today. Find one thing that you do that you think people are misinterpreting or they don't quite understand, and sit down and talk with one person on a coaching staff about it. Or find out one question that they have or something that you do that they don't understand, and sit down and break it down and explain it to them. And not in strength coach terms, in real world terms. You know, if you're talking to a track coach, talk to him in track terms. If you're talking to a basketball coach, talk to him in basketball terms. Because really, at the end of all of this, if we're going to provide better for their student athletes, we need to educate them more so they understand what we're doing. Because if they aren't the key person in our corner, then the athletes will never buy into what we're doing. So guys, hope you're enjoying your Labor Day. Don't want to keep it too long today. So we'll make that end right there. As always, if you've got anything on your mind, shoot me a DM. Shoot me an email at cvasps at gmail.com. Would love to have you on uh, as a guest or as on the podcast or as a contributor for My Thoughts Monday. And, and guys, can't thank you enough for what you do for us here at Central Virginia Sport Performance. We'll be back next week with another My Thoughts Monday. I'll see you then.